in three, two, hey everyone, konnichiwa, konnichiwa, this is Ari-chan with Tyler and J. Michael, where we discuss different topics such as anime, drag race, pop culture, we baby, routine, Kate Moss, 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 like M-O-S-S, not M-A-S, and everything in between. So click that follow button. Follow Arichan on Insta at AriChanPod. And provide us with that five-star rating, baby. Or we'll report you. Or hug you. Do you need a hug? I need a blunt, baby. Boom! Stop. Boom! Okay. Boom! Okay, let's start the episode. <laughs> okay. Oh, hi, Tyler. Hello. What are you doing? No, just getting ready for another pod. Oh. What's going on? What? Um, you know that I hate those pods that people, yeah, like, move with. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we had an incident with those moving me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did not love that. Um, earlier, you went to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just lost time. I think I just started time traveling you yeah i mean when you (laughs) hang around time just kind of happens to you so get stuck in loops yeah i was like on my phone and i was looking for a movie to put on and then i couldn't and i was like how long have you been i was also waiting for my groceries to come from target delivery yeah there's a lot of lot up in the air there but yeah it was a good trip after waiting in line. They're very, doing very well with their social distancing over there. Yeah, I feel like the, the last time that we went or any time we go and we wait and we get in line and then everybody's supposed to be distancing and then there's like white girls all around us just huffing because we're taking so long. Did that happen today? No, I feel like it was empty today because like it? whenever I went to check out, there was like nobody in any of the lines. There was only like two or three cashiers, so... They're not letting very many people in. Yeah. So yeah, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, that is good. Is there anything special you got from there? Mm, No, just got the usual. Got some meatballs and snacks and whatnot. So love some Trader Joe's food. Ooh, me too. Bring me anything. So we got some great salads because you're giving up chicken soon. Oh my God, you're not supposed to tell anybody that. Oh, well now it's not fair. <laughs> yeah. <Tony Teresa>. <laughs> no, it's okay. It just becomes like, um, you know how people just hate vegetarians or like vegans or anything like that. Yeah, I'll talk about it on your behalf, and so everybody can be annoyed at me. But yeah, yeah. we got salads, and I got you some of those walnuts, those candy walnuts. Ooh. Oh yeah, I think they're candy pecans, right? No. That's not a pecan? No, that's a walnut. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, we will BRB. <laughs> See you soon. Oh, okay, welcome back. I'm Jay Michael. And I'm Tyler. Hey, Jay Michael, what do you have there? <laughs> what have you brought into the studio? Uh, so I walked over there uh, and picked these up. So okay. let's start by opening them. Okay. Yeah, this is definitely Have walnut shaped. <laughs> I don't know what you were. It's a pecan praline girl. That's what walnuts look like. <laughs> it's just because they're so big and then they put like so much of yeah, the praline. Like, yeah, why are these 
These are like gigantic then. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. What do you know? Leprechauns. Well, now you do know. Yeah, those are now, like color. Yeah. So thank you for getting those. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Um. Uh. So, and uh, the last couple of last couple of numbers that we did, I have had this written down, and we just have not spoken about it. But I am Greta. She is finally reclaiming you, her time. Me, Greta, and her time. And yes. Hope. Yeah. Um. So we watched that on on Hulu whenever it first came out. I think we watched it the day afterwards. Um. And it was amazing. What did you think about it? Yeah, it's very inspiring seeing someone so committed to a cause and getting people rallied behind her. So I think it's awesome that people take her so seriously and are trying to push her message across several nations. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And I thought the documentary was so good. And like, uh, like we've really, f because I feel like we would see the videos of her um, whenever she is somewhere speaking, uh, mm -hmm. Greta, who is 12 years old when this starts, correct? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you get to see who she is because we would see her in videos that she would do that they were very short and to the point where she would show up and be like, fuck all you yeah, <laughs> people that like what you did, we are in trouble, we are sinking, we are like, but we'd only see just those clips and then you would see just photographs of her. So like to actually have full conversations with her father in particular and her mother. Yeah. And I think she talks too a lot <clears throat> about the dog and pony show of it all, how she shows up to all these places, but they don't actually take her seriously. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and you see that in her eyes and stuff. Mm -hmm. The story really develops. Uh, so at the very beginning, uh, Greta, um, decides to protest she has mm -hmm. read something or she had she learned something she learned in, school. Right in school yeah, yeah and then she just decided to get committed to it and protest outside their parliament yeah and it was in regards to the environment and um she read all of these facts and um i don't know she kind of put stuff together as well you know and then she was like no so she goes and then she's outside of parliament and it's just her and a sign and she does it every Friday still from mm -hmm. what I understand. Um, but that is a day that she withstands from like eating and then also like um, goes and protest. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I just kept me going. You okay? I don't think so. Yeah. I said the call. So. Oh, okay. It's okay. Um, so um yeah so we were watching it it was really good um where was i gonna go with this oh i know what i was gonna say Ooh, i was gonna tell say me, that tell me it, tell me. it shows like just how important it is to everybody that we affect the climate change that's going on but i don't know like the world is just so crazy that no one focuses on it even though it is an existential crisis like we hear that but i don't mm -hmm. think we think about how serious it is because we have so many smaller issues going on within our own nations that we're trying to just like get our social setup correct that we can't even worry about trying to save the planet because it seems so far away but really it's it's essentially now un unfixable at this point but we can still try to do as much as we can but yeah at this point it just seems like hopeless almost yeah yeah and Greta was very quick to say, you lawmakers have said this, the time is, it really kind of fell in place too. Um, you and I uh, watching Hulu, <laughs> uh, 
commercials that like pop up, there's always these commercials and it's like Amazon that really tries to make themselves out to be like oh, these yeah. saints all the time. They get the workers to say all this shit. And then, um, but there was the, they, they've made the promise that by 20 something that they will be something, right? Oh yeah, they're going to be carbon neutral by I don't even know what year they said. But like in the commercial, they're like, we don't know how we're going to get there. Like what's going on. And like Greta shows up everywhere and she talks about these promises that people make. And she's like, no, like quit, quit fucking doing this. (laughs) Stop it. And like, you know, we're suffering now. You're killing us now. It's not generations away. It's happening right now. And she talks about even being born into being born into this, that, you know, that we've already, anybody that is, born into this world is already at that disadvantage mm-hmm. um yeah and they do a really great care. segment on all of like the detractors like all of the conservative news sites that would try to report on her and discredit her and say that she doesn't have facts to back things up whenever it's obviously quite the opposite that yeah the facts are there the planet's dying but yeah they spin the narrative so that she seems like some crazy activist when really she's I feel like just kind of telling people the bare minimum, like, I mean, she has all the extra information, obviously, but like, she's trying to get people aware of the bare minimum and like, even that's not working. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, What we saw in the film that they played out very well, or that they were able to document was um, the buildup for her to come and speak at these events. And she already knows she, she shows up and she has to say what she has to say. And she is very in tune with everything around her. And she knows that this is a horse and pony show that they've, um, they have somebody, a celebrity at this point showing up and she'll sit down and they'll say, thank you for coming. Thank you for those words. And then they'll move on um, as if those words are just really unimportant. There's a scene where she's there and the translators are showing what is happening. And she immediately, mm-hmm. her and the other girl take off like their headsets. Like they don't want to listen because they they called them there and it was nothing. But anyway, yeah. she's used to that and, and she sees that a lot, but she still shows up. And the big climactic thing at the end was that she was going to go speak at the big summit or something in new york York, yeah yeah and she has to get there how does how does she get there well greta lets us know that she does not fly because the impact on the environment so she decides to boat and then i guess she somehow meets someone with like a special boat that's very like um yeah this environmentally reach out to them yeah yeah they like partner up and they end up like sailing across the Atlantic yeah. <laughs> Ocean so that she can go speak at this summit and it just seems wild like they're yeah. on, like this rocky water the entire time and I don't know they seem miserable because they're all getting kind of like seasick a little bit and just the water splashing everywhere it just seems yeah you know, you're like lengths that she goes though to yeah. stay committed to her cause is like very impressive and that was like the big build-up right where they are going in the water and it's crashing and it's all this build-up it's everything that she's going through to get to New York to come and speak at this event. So whenever she sits down to speak at the event, the passion that you see and her crying up there, we now know everything that led up to it, everything before that led up to it. I think that she's um, obviously a hundred percent involved. So anyways, um, but you get to see that buildup of her in the boat and how sick it would make somebody. And at her, she has a confession where she's almost doing these diary entries every day in case something mm-hmm. happens to them or just for her to have diary entries. But I feel like they're always documenting in case something happens because going across Atlanta, something's going to happen. Um, but anyways, uh, 
she has that moment and all of that and it's building up and you see her actually crying and she breaks and then so once she does go up there and, and speak like you know exactly where it came from like the, yeah, the overlay really of everything highlights all the hard work that really goes into what she's talking about like talking about saving the environment takes a lot of steps and i think that we want an easy step that we can take but she's really showing that it's not going to be easy if we want to take it seriously like you have to make serious changes if you want to make serious change so yeah. yeah i think that her showing the difficulties of giving up some amenities in life so that it better impacts the environment for the rest of the planet and for generations to come but yeah i don't know obviously it just kind of shows that nobody's going to actually accept those terms yeah yeah and i think what was great about uh this documentary as well is that we can look at it as parallels with activism in um, any other way so whenever you see activism it's being done of knowing um i don't know kind of like the heart behind it and mm-hmm. where people are coming that somebody needs to speak up for each of these different causes and she is the one that is really speaking up right now for the environment the environment yes yeah. Um, so I'm going to stay killing it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take out a little sip of my tea. You want to do that into the You're microphone welcome. for a little ASMR? No, nobody wants that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I already I ate a pecan praline. Yeah. Um, oh my God. I got like really high before I got in here. On a oh, scale no. of one to high, how did you get? Oh, pretty high. <laughs> Yeah, we tried some, it was called Sour Maui, right? So I just grinded that up and made a little joint out of that. That was real nice. Yeah, I guess this is what it feels like to be high in Hawaii. Ooh. <laughs> you know, you get it? <laughs> yeah, love that. Um, okay. Um, so what can you do today for the environment? Like, what can taken away from that film what is something that what is one thing that you can change in your life right now you don't doesn't mean you have to commit to that right now but what is something you could do uh i think finding more environmentally friendly ways to travel is always a good way to go whether it be car sharing taking public transit walking that kind of thing yeah what do you think Ooh, i'm on that same realm you know i'm on the verge of i want to go carless Mm -hmm. uh so love that um yeah, let's say that. Yeah, and where we live now, we can walk yeah. um, essentially everywhere. And today, tried out ordering the groceries. Um, so I don't, I know somebody's going to be like, well, somebody's still delivering that. So I don't know. I don't have it all figured out, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> but we don't have the answers, but we're glad that Greta is helping us learn them. Yeah, yeah. And on a, a side little thing, we'll see how this goes, but I am, I'm going to go dairy free. That's another. Yes. Something that helps with things, right? Yeah. I mean, I think they say that the human body wasn't originally, like, made to process, like, cow's milk. So we kind of, like, created that for ourselves. So people with, like, lactose intolerance is kind of, like, just natural. Yeah. Yeah. I read, um, it was a book years ago. It was one of the many diets or something that was going on. But uh, it was called Skinny Bitch. I think it's called Skinny Bitch. Okay. Yeah. And the, like, well, like the first chapter, I think two uh, people wrote this. I think two women wrote this book. Um, But they say that, yeah, milk, that was like a big thing. Dairy was like, that was the immediate first thing they say Mm -hmm. that you had to do. Um, 
what's well, dairy yeah they said no dairy because they said your body is not meant to that like meant for that so whenever you're given a baby so mm-hmm. you got a baby see this this you think this is the size of a baby? <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> so you have a baby and they grow so fast they're growing a hundred times something whatever yeah all the time right that's mm-hmm. happening well they're doing that through milk and like dairy and breast milk and stuff and so they point out at the very beginning of that book they're like don't don't do that because that's meant to build a baby <laughs> into a like a human oh yeah you mean like adults shouldn't do it yeah okay i thought you were saying that babies shouldn't like breastfeed i was like oh no that's how fast the babies <laughs> okay, grow got you, got yeah you, yes. yeah we yeah i i noticed yeah I was getting a little bit concerned <laughs> by your advice for a second. I was like, we might have to cut this. No, we we're can't. not we're not no. mothers. We're not giving any breastfeeding advice. And we're not cutting anything. <laughs> it's here. Oh yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah. If somebody yeah, whatever. No, oh, yes. <laughs> I, I do agree with the stance that yeah, really adults don't need milk the way that nature creates it. Kind yeah. Of, and know. every time it yeah, I'm like feel like I'm hurting and I'm just like, why am I hurting? <laughs> well, that could be any number of things other than milk, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Damn you, milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, we just watched a movie where they gave those nuns milk for dinner. I was like, gross. Why are you eating? <laughs> why are you drinking milk with a meal? That is disgusting. That's like having a second meal on the side of your plate. The milk is there so are, dense. No. Well, number one, it's pronounced milk. Number two. <laughs> number two <laughs> number two <laughs> um what were we saying oh yeah some people just like milk oh i am i, I did go through a chocolate one. milk phase like in maybe high school because i would that's whenever i started like running and stuff and like everybody says like drink chocolate milk after you run and stuff so i would like do that but Ugh, I yeah never i quickly fell out of that yeah okay i have a story so Years ago, I was at my Willita's house, my grandmother's house, and uh, she fixed me some milk, and she put some, what? <laughs> some milk. Oh, thank you. And she put some strawberry, like you put powder, like oh, in yeah. your milk back like then, like this quick kind of stuff. Yeah, okay, exactly. And it was strawberry, and I drank that strawberry milk, and I threw it up. Yeah. And you know what happens when I throw something up? It's lost to me. Well, Never again. That's a good one to lose. Did you ever know? Did you ever hear the lead single from Kelly Clarkson's third album, My December? It was called Never Again. And uh, I will never again drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Good on you for giving it up. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, I worked with someone one time and yeah, she left out she was like yeah she'll just drink it at night she told me that and yeah that's like a thing yeah. somehow i think just because people did it on tv i don't even know how, how did that get around someone tell us <laughs> why was america doing this <laughs> yeah but the movie that i was watching earlier though was a movie called doubt i yeah. love doubt do you have doubts <laughs> yeah she says i have doubts i have doubts i'm filled with doubt um spoiler um yeah, but they the nuns were the ones that were drinking them out with their dinner, right? Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Um <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? 
you know, living that life, living that life. Um, I taught little Joshua when Joshua was little, uh, I taught him, he would say doubt. And that was, I just taught him to say doubt. Oh yeah. That was like a meme, like from, I don't know. It was from like a video game. And there was like this thing where I guess this guy just says doubt in the game. And so people like post that. That was me. (laughs) Yeah. You made that, you made that game. I did (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah, no, Google that, it. yeah that, that is a funny meme Love that. <laughs> okay well um on the count of three okay one two three be right back no not see ya we'll be right back we have more oh we didn't prep that message so i was just guessing <laughs> <laughs> okay we will brb that means uh be right back. no it means The stars at night are Come big and bright, <laughs> deep in the heart of Tejas. You know that song? I don't. This is national anthem. <laughs> no, but that's just what everybody would do when they would come in for like concerts. That was always a thing, and people would say it like back and stuff. Oh, kind of like a <laughs> Texas inside joke <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah when people would come to texas like drag queens would like do that and like i don't know it's this whole like thing but anyways what i was getting at was that i wanted to talk about this company called lone star queer that is based out of austin texas oh sounds like yeah lone star queer <laughs> what are they up to being gay uh, down in texas so they are Aust- uh, so they are Austin, Texas based, uh, and they have queer apparel. Um, so you can go visit them at LoneStarQueer.com or you can go follow them on Instagram. Uh, I went to high school with Bo, uh, who is one of the co-owners of Lone Star Queer. Oh, that's so exciting. And uh, so I reached out to him um, last week for National Transgender Awareness Week. Oh, what do you have to say? Yeah, so I reached out to them and said, uh, would you guys send some shirts over to um, Youth First, uh, which I've spoken about before in the podcast. Uh, They're a Dallas-based... they're, um, what? I just got really high. <laughs> you're, you're, this is your company, girl. You gotta, you gotta know the message. <laughs> uh, but Lone I... Star Queer, giving you all your gay apparel needs down in Austin, Texas. Yeah, but they ship everywhere, though. So that's a cool thing. So some of their shirts, so their shirt that I specifically reached out to them to see if they could, um help get us any of these shirts was they have a really cool shirt that says protect trans on it so it looks like a trans type of shirt and they they kind of take these ideas and do some really uh cool things and so instead of uh topo loco is that how you say that yeah that's like a drink of some sort yeah they have their version of the shirt that says tapa chico you see that yeah so they yeah so and then your lone star queer looks like your lone star like beer and so that's what that logo looks like but they have buttons and t-shirts and all sorts of things um and to go on further about them as well um whenever it was time for the election they really stepped up as well uh as a follower of them they were donating proceeds um like the week leading up to it maybe even longer um leading up to the election that anything that you purchase they would kind 
kind of match that in the donation um, towards Biden's campaign. Yeah, so, so they, they donate to great causes. They donate to great causes. Yeah, and whenever I reached out to them as well um, on this, I just wanted to share the last little email that uh, we went through to something super quick because I was just very appreciative that anybody that can do this, this is what I um, want to kind of like line up and whenever we can make these things happen, we definitely are. But um, their response to us just saying thank you and giving an address and everything for their donation. Uh, they just said that they are so excited to help. Honestly, this is what we are all about to give back to our queer community, give our community a voice and to raise awareness. So, so yeah lovely. yeah so in times like this as well whenever you're looking to shop like local um types of stuff from uh, smaller companies uh i would say look out for lone star queer um yeah they look great to, it looks yeah. like if you want to be a walking billboard but then turns out you're actually a walking billboard for trans rights which is even better yeah 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 i love that uh so much so yeah maybe you and i will order some shirts right mm, yes. am i right lonestarqueer.com uh donations for youth first of dallas at the resource center of dallas would be greatly appreciated at any point as well um so yeah there's two great companies that i think you should look out for during the holiday season whenever you're looking to get back or spend some money right yes <laughs> we'll be checking them out yes okay we'll be right back me too Air it out. Air it out. Yeah. Air it out. Air it out. <laughs> Split them. Air it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, let's, okay, let's get to it. Are you ready? What are we getting down to? In West oh, Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground <laughs> is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, relaxing, acting all cool. Shooting some b-ball outside of school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in the neighborhood. I got in one little fight. My mom, I got scared. Said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license and <laughs> the plate said fresh with it. a dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it. Yo, home to Bel Air. I pulled up to the house around seven or eight, and I yelled to the cabbie, yo, home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the prince of, as a fresh prince of Bel Air. Yes. Did I do it? Yes. <laughs> we love this rendition. <laughs> You're That's welcome. an Ari Chong pot, pot exclusive version <laughs> of Will Smith's intro to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You won't get that anywhere else. Yeah. If somebody can just, just email us at Ari Chan pod at gmail and yeah, we have this uh, all trademarks so if you, yeah, yeah we will send you over the vocals and then you remix it and i oh. really want it to sound as much as possible like gimme gimme more by britney spears <laughs> this is quite the request <laughs> well that's kind of the joke I'm looking forward to it yeah yes. no she um who was it that used to do a lot of the songwriting there's somebody that was doing some songwriting at that same time that worked with a lot of other artists but anyways talked about I think it was Carrie Hilson, maybe, about getting into the studio with Britney and calling her a one-take shot. She would literally come in and at that time would just do one take of something. That was it. And was just like, 
you guys and it just turned into like a art contest that. after that's, that. That's yeah. a real diva move. <laughs> yeah. But you she's like, she'd come did. in, it was one shot. So yeah, I've that's got what you call talent. Yeah. So the joke was buried in that somebody could take my song and make it sound like gimme give gimme give more. Because that's what they did with hers. Yes. I you know love that. Do you think anybody ever did a parody of Demi Moore? Of her doing <laughs> what? Like acting something out? She's an actress, right? <laughs> Instead of gimme give gimme give more, like Oh, Demi, I see. Demi Moore. A, okay, yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> yeah, I guess that sounds that's like a, a YouTube outdated. video. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So you and I on HBO Max, we just watched the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Yeah, Thirty years, so bitch. So, yeah, that's so crazy. It was so much fun though, seeing everybody back and yeah, yeah, reliving some of the highlight episodes and just all the actors talking about their experiences. Oh. It was just, yeah, such a nice throwback. Yeah, it was really good. It was good to see everyone. We've been watching it on HBO Max. Um, I think that was like half the reason why I got HBO Max, right? Yeah, because I think we realized it was coming. And then, yeah, we ended up watching a bunch of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Of the early seasons. And yeah, it's just such a, it's a classic. Yeah, we love it. Um, what else was I going to say? So it was a reunion. They rebuilt the stage and everything. And uh, to make it look like the living room, they all came together. Um, there was exclusion. So Uncle Phil in real life passed away. Right. Um, I didn't realize it was so long ago. They showed the tribute thing and showed he was passed in 2013. And I was so surprised. Yeah. It seemed like it was more recent than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was very sad. The tribute was really pretty. I thought it was really nice. Yeah, like, they it did was the whole really thing Phil becoming kind of Will's surrogate father. And then they do the really big episode where Will oh realizes gosh. he doesn't yeah. need his real father because he has a father figure in his life that is there for him. So uh, yeah, it's all, yeah, it's yeah. just a big old gut punch. Yeah. And I was literally watching and I was like, they they better not do it. They yeah. better not do it. But they were there to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they were I there think... to pull the tears. They were like, I mean, it was very sincere. I don't yeah. mean they were pulling tears for this, but um, they were, uh, there was a lot of crying throughout the whole yeah episode i would yeah. say i think but, it shows just how timeless the show was because like you said they weren't like doing any of it for like a stunt they were really just like re-airing what had already aired and it was just super emotional again yeah. all over yeah and i was happy to see this type of reunion where the cast comes back together um where they're not trying to reboot it or trying to and i know that they are going to reboot it with um they're going to reboot it totally different actors as far as i know um right and it's going to be a different story. So I'm here for that type of reboot, but I'm glad they didn't come back 30 years later and try to make an hour and a half episode is what I am saying. Like, yeah, do not mess up something, a good thing. not work out several times in the recent, <laughs> in the recent past. So yeah. Yeah. There's a friends one that they keep hyping that they're finally going to film. I don't, I don't care. Like I love friends and I yeah. think it'd be fun to see everybody together again, but, but I don't know that you can, like this. Yeah. I don't know yeah. that you can recapture the magic of a sitcom Yeah, after it finishes and, yeah, I think it's better just to see the characters and the actors again rather than trying to recreate something in a new time because yeah. I feel like it just doesn't it doesn't hit the same. Yeah, and I hate it whenever they reboot something and then everything, I told you this before, everything's just like a reference. It's like a reference on a reference. They want to come in like they're going to come in with friends and... Phoebe's going to walk in and be like, oh, hi, I've been making a million dollars off a of smelly cat. Like, I already know and I don't care. 
it's not, you know, that kind of yeah. shit I'm not going to be here for. And that's all they, you can do whenever you do come back to these shows. They're yeah. going to all call each other up because they're going to be in different town. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> And then they're going to come together for some kind of, kind of formula, like, reunion, yeah. right? Or a birthday or, like, a death or, like, something. And, like, yeah. And that's where, yeah, that formula, I'm over it. But this formula <laughs> yes. for the uh, reunion was really awesome for Fresh Pence. Um, so, uh, so... We actually see Aunt Viv, the original, yeah, and we see the original Aunt Viv come back to have a sit-down with Will Smith. Um, That was something I thought I would never see. Like, I literally thought I'd never see that. I've seen them each kind of trash talk each other on different shows, and those are two people that I never saw talking to each other again. Yeah, Yeah. it was very surprising because, yeah, she just disappears from the show. Everybody knows there's a big blow-up, but maybe not necessarily the details and... Yeah, it's so nice to see them together again and have her included in this special time. Yeah, and she, yeah, she she damn well deserved to be there. And yeah, absolutely. And she deserves all the recognition. And so it was good to have her come back and uh, see her with everybody. You and I, yeah, we were very much rooting for her. We were very much waiting for an actual an apology, but I told you that didn't happen until the Red Table talk yeah, and maybe um, they did stuff yeah. off camera as well. Yeah. I'm sure this is all yeah. very touchy subjects that they probably don't want to yeah. air it all out there. So I'm hoping that they both got the closure that they did need because I think, yeah, what yeah. we saw on the yeah. show did not seem like, in my point of view, would not offer great closure for Aunt Viv. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, you and I both, yeah, we kind of saw that and felt that. and um, But yeah, um, so I hope something can come of that. Um, yeah. We really like her. Um, I thought what was really, I don't know what part of it was. And I still wanted more of an apology. I felt like from Will uh, to her, um, but that's yeah. not, it's not my apology. So it's not up to me. Uh, but, yeah. But I think she makes some really good points yeah. because she talks about being a black female actress in that time and how hard it is. And I'm sure it's not the easiest for a black man at that time, but I think still the challenges of a black woman are much, much harder. So I yeah. think for him to, hopefully at least realize the position that he was in. Yeah. And she straight up told him. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was like, I lost my house. Yeah. I hope that that really did sink in because for her, there's probably, there was no recovery. So yeah, it's easy to apologize now whenever you have someone kind of just shut them down, shut down their career essentially. And then just say, sorry, 30 years later. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, And I too, I think people, separate themselves um from um from uh where is i going with this you know (laughs) somewhere uh oh so you can i think it can you can easily separate yourself from something that you did in your childhood and and say that i was uh i was a child um and so I think there is some value like in that mm-hmm. uh, of understanding that, yeah, that who he is 30 years later is right. definitely not that person. But I think their conversation was most important because they were able to talk. And she said, I understood you were a child. Right. Um, I understand that. But I lost my home. I yes. lost my reputation. My kids were hit in the face. I was hit in the face. Like, you know, she went yeah. through everything that exactly yeah, like happened. Yeah, she understood so, that he probably wasn't in a place to make the right call because he was so young and yeah. he was going through this crazy time of like popularity. Yeah. So I yeah. think she realized that and 
yeah, put it in good good perspective. Yeah, uh, yeah, and two of just him still or being able to apologize or uh, at least acknowledge is what we got to see. Um, I don't feel like we saw a total apology. I'm gonna stop harping on it right now, but <laughs> but um, we got to see. Uh, him acknowledge that yeah. acknowledge his power and what he took from her and understand now uh, especially in 2020 of saying that that is not right you've labeled somebody all of these things who lost yes. everything you labeled her the worst thing that you could have um you know yeah and that was and that was bad and it, yeah so i don't know so i think that there was a lot of value in the conversation Definitely. Um, yeah it, it did yeah. seem genuine from both ends so i think at least at the very least that they're speaking again and that means something for people that have been at each other for so long yeah but overall i think yeah the entire program was really fun and nostalgia filled seeing like hillary and ashley yeah ashley kind of just looks the same so, <laughs> yeah 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 i'm pretty sure ashley was one of my first crushes ever oh, i told yeah. you this yeah it was somebody that was like around like my age and like yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then to see them like on TV and she always had the great like roles and stuff. Like, I don't know. She always had great bits. So, okay. What is name like a couple of your favorite episodes? Oh, I feel like I'm so bad at coming up with things on the spot. I know there's one where they go, uh, Carlton and Will, they go with their dates to a cabin, like on like a ski trip or something. Oh, yeah. I really like that one because I think they end up getting like snowed in. Yeah. And they're like fighting and their electricity goes out. And I really like that episode. Yeah. I think does that turn into the one where they have to burn the money or is that? In, no, that's know? a different episode. Uh, that one's with, yeah, again. that one's with Uncle Phil, but that's also another good episode where they get stuck out there and then they have to burn that money that they had found. <laughs> and they're sitting there and they all get closer together and then they burn this money and then this camera crew shows up and it's like, um, surprise we gave you guys money and if you can survive the night with it then you get to keep uh, yeah. it and they like burned it all and it just like ends and it's like gag yeah. uh yeah so i think you already know one of my favorites or my all-time favorite the backup yeah backup just mind your business just mind your business yeah that's gotta that's be like one of the most iconic yeah fresh prince quotes ever yeah it's so good <laughs> yeah yeah and also like i don't know it goes back to ashley's character again of like episode one where she's at the table and she starts rapping mm -hmm. um and she's wearing her like little dress and she's just got like the worst rap but also like the best because she's just she, so she's innocent and it. sweet yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh and then they talked about that on on the episode of yeah it was cool hearing them talk about the, the process and everything they went through like their weekly process of like table reads and then yeah. the actors get to give their input and then they do the filming live and they kind of showed like the audience and everything and yeah. then they kind of talked about moments where they have to kind of regather themselves whenever they're doing a live shoot and there was a lot of moments they talked about with like uncle phil being kind of their rock in that moment and giving them good lessons and carrying them through hard acting moments that they had to perform. So mm -hmm. it was really cool kind of getting those behind the scenes stories because they all just seem like very nostalgic for it. So it was fun hearing them like reminisce. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I feel like some of the programming is getting, I don't know, programming is always on different levels. So there's going to be good stuff and bad stuff. And I feel like some of the quarantine stuff that's come in has not been the greatest. Um, <laughs> but some of it has. And you do have to start somewhere. And I know some shows, whatever, took some hits, right? Am I right? <laughs> Didn't do great. But uh, Got anybody in specific in mind there? 
no, no, no. Target anybody? No, 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 no. Want to add them? No, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> Where's I going with this? Oh, but I did think that the reunion was like really. It was well done. I think being in the thirtieth like anniversary, like yeah. it was well done, and I feel like it was around like the holidays, like right now and stuff. So I don't know. It was something that like we needed, yeah. and like it was good. Yeah. Which the show always was. It was an event. You had to get home and watch it. Like, Yeah, they talked about that. Having, I, I guess it must have played right after Monday Night Football or something, or they played it up against Monday Night They played Night it Football. up against it, yeah. yeah. So you're either, so people would leave the game. They really did have the numbers drop. So 15 million people were watching the game. Like, 5 million would come to watch that 30-minute block and then go back. Like, um, the numbers would, like, go down. So it was, like, one of those, yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah, it is, yeah. Gotta be one of the my favorite shows ever. Ooh. Rewatch episodes forever. <laughs> yeah. Um and we just might. <laughs> yeah. Can we on a scale of one to yes, um, can we watch Precious again tonight? No, we may not. <laughs> I mean you may. We may not. <laughs> <laughs> I got super high last night. So you were doing some photos and stuff last night. And so I got to watch a movie I wanted to. So I got super high and watched it. Yeah. That was you... really good. I think that was the first time I really watched it high. Did you get to deliver all your lines? I know you have a Muslim memorized. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got kind of high and I was like on this good like wave. Like I was kind of seeing like cut my colors and crayons like <laughs> yeah. you know when i'm on that good wave and i don't know where these colors are coming from i don't know <laughs> if you're getting like the mushroom versions of tea of whatever we've been buying but yeah i don't know you don't ever see that i guess you're not I sharing do. no i i don't i don't know what to, <laughs> i don't know <what> to say <laughs> so i i watched it and so yeah i was just like super high so did i mention i was high um <laughs> so i just watched it and was like just laughing and having fun. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. fun to do some photography while you were watching the movie. Took some pictures of some figures. Now that everything's Ooh. unpacked and everything, it's oh. nice I can kind of pick and choose some. So I yeah. took some. Yeah, what you take pictures of? So there are figures from this uh, series called How to Raise a Boring Gr How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend or Saikano. It's like the shortened version of the Japanese name. So oh. yeah, it's like these girls, they like join this kid in like a club to make a video game because one of the characters he ends up meeting like before he actually knows her mm -hmm. and they have like this like cool like video game moment that he like romanticizes so he like wants to make a video game out of it okay and then he ends up recruiting her and then these other two girls are like famous like writers uh -huh. so they have like pseudonyms that they like write under and then they end up like getting exposed but they're embarrassed so like they're helping him like kind of like as blackmail a little bit, but then they become friends and it's just a lot of fun. My, my mind literally <laughs> could not process. <laughs> uh, is it a uh, is it an anime movie or is it a, a series? series? Okay. So there's I've only seen the first season because that's the only thing that's been yeah. uh, brought over to America. But there is a second season and a movie that the movie I think just came out. In, on blu-ray in japan so maybe we'll get it over here eventually but it's okay. a really fun show and i took pictures of the three main female characters and what the kimono names? figures Ooh, oh okay. so one is ariri spencer she is like an exchange student so she's like i don't know anime love to do this thing where like the blonde characters are like exchange students so she's like the blonde exchange student and then <laughs> go on <laughs> and then the there's the dark-haired one with the long hair she is utaha kasumi gaoka 
And then, okay. yeah, she's like a famous writer. And then Katu Megami is the girl who meets the main boy and kind of becomes like the role model for the female lead of the video game that they make. Oh, so, yeah. Work. And yeah, they have great figures. They have a ton of like ones and just different outfits. I have just a few of them. And then the kimono ones are a few. So yeah. I think the kimono figures look really pretty and they have like nice floral patterns on them so i think they photograph well Ooh. oh um i was gonna say something just now what were you gonna say <laughs> what were you gonna say you <laughs> i don't know i had something really i was gonna say um whenever you go and post these um because you're teaching me more about anime um so when you go to post these what are good hashtags for these like uh, so usually, what how would people see your figures like what do people so yeah. usually i tag like the name of the series the character name and then just like some general anime figure stuff that i see other people posting so i try to like do that yeah yeah love yeah. that yeah and i don't know anime have a lot of different like names so like like I was saying, Saikano slash how to raise a boy and girlfriend, like it get, yeah. gets called both of those things. So there's like different ways to tag it, but with oh, the name as well, yeah. because there's like also an anime, they love like long names. So like you can do yeah. the whole long name, you can do the shortened name, you can do the English version of the name. So oh. there's a bunch of different options. Yes. Yes. But yeah, they're Ooh. really pretty and it's so much fun to take pictures again. Ooh, love that. Gives you opportunities to watch Precious. <laughs> My name is Clarice. Precious Jones. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, I think I was at a good amount of highness mm -hmm. that this may be the first and only time that I've watched it and I wasn't bawling at the end. Oh. That's never, or maybe I just have a hardened heart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't care about Precious's journeys anymore? No, I do. I saw my God. Just kidding. Um, no, I do. Uh, yeah, I'm usually just, I would be like weeping at the end. But that yeah. was too, I guess, like, wasn't, yeah, I would be having like a glass of wine or something. And I guess just don't really do that anymore. So, yeah. I don't know, being high was just too different. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, probably, no, I, I mean, I was notorious for, I would polish off a bottle of wine and watch it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not like a recipe for crying. <laughs> Okay, so we, yeah, we've put this together. We have investigated this. But also, um, the smoking yeah. is a great way to watch the movie as well, so it's probably different. And, <laughs> yeah. Know, it's fun to do the pictures with, at least. So. Yeah, so I mean, I was, pictures. yeah, so you were taking pictures, and I was just sitting there, like, enjoying my wave, and, like, stuff would happen, and then I'd be, like, hysterically laughing, and then be, like, shocked, and then, like, laughing, and then shocked, and, like, yeah, I was able to just kind of sit there and just be, like, whoa, you know? <laughs> It moves at a good pace while you're high. Like, see, I feel like I want to watch it now. I'm high. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those things that, like, people turn into, like, an urban, like, game where, I don't know, isn't there a thing where people, like, play music to certain movies to, like, while they're high? Isn't that, like, a thing? Oh, I need to figure that out. So I, I feel definitely like that's put kind of on background thing. stuff while we have music on. Yeah. So am I doing that? So, yeah, I think right. you're doing your own version of that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah um and my carrie was in it okay yeah. you're welcome <laughs> and uh she played miss wise and um yeah so precious is like miss white <laughs> she's like it's wise and they have this whole moment and it's like good i mean yeah. to be fair weiss is white in german so 
She's not wrong. Oh, yes. Work, work, you bitch. Yeah. See, there's a whole other German level. I didn't even know that was happening. Manja. Yeah. Manja. Um, that was in Precious when they do the movie. Um, <laughs> she got all the quotes. They do the, the yeah. Okay, so let me, okay, I'm going to pull this all together now. Are you ready? Because okay, I just did this in my head. Full circle. So we have the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that came out 30 years ago. Yes. Mariah's debut album came out 30 years ago. Yes. She talks about him in her recent book that she just put out oh, as well. Okay. Because they were photographed together and she was like, let me just be clear. Like we were always friends and we supported each other. So he was coming up. She was coming up. And funny enough, he was with Benny Medina at the time who right. created the show. It was about him, who um, at one point became Mariah's manager. Oh, yeah. Um, when Mariah was like, when Mariah was like at her like top, like I'm talking like we belong together kind of Mariah, that was with Benny Medina. Um, but Benny is with Jennifer right now, which. You know, that pisses Mariah off even more. Oh. Anyways, but we will get to the <laughs> to the yeah, thing is that we're talking about that. Fresh Friends of Bel-Air and then we have Mariah that was in Precious and boom, dude, Benny, the Benny math. connects it all. <laughs> Benny Medina. Benny Medina connects it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love that. Okay, well, um, I think that this is a good moment to come back. Yeah. Okay. Great stories. <laughs> we will uh, we will be back in a matter of seconds. It's yeah, it's gonna happen. You ready? Before you know it. Three. We will be back. Two. Okay. We are back. <laughs> yes. Um okay, so this holiday season, you and I we're obviously we're staying at our place. You and me, we're hunkered down. We're going to continue that. What are some ideas that we can reach out to those that maybe want to see us this holiday season? Because I know your mom likes to have you come back. My mom is like devastated right now. So what are some things that we can do? So we talked about, I know I mentioned Zoom Thanksgiving before. Turns out Zoom is uh, making all of their calls free for Thanksgiving. So there's no time limit. So if you do want to do Zoom Thanksgiving, it is now going to be free for that day. Oh, work. Okay. Well, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. And we are also getting food ordered through our building, so that is going to be nice as well. Do a little order in, stay in, and keep it quarantined for Thanksgiving. (laughs) So, let's move past that day. I meant, like, holidays, like, more, like, yeah. Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) so what else? Uh, I got the Zoom thing. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> um, I will piggyback such as and say such as. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Zoom calls sound good. Um, yeah, I actually reached out to a friend uh, the other day on Insta as well. She takes really cool photographs. Um, she's living in Boulder right now. Um, it's actually Allison's sister. Oh. Um, but reach out to her. She's been posting some really cool like photos lately. Um, and so I reached out to her and said, can we purchase some digitals? or some prints so we can send them out. So, um, yeah. And so she was like, yeah. Yeah, and her reaction was the best. She was like, "Uh, I will give you the friends and family discount at free. So she's gonna, yeah, so she's gonna send us some and uh, we're gonna send those out. I'm trying to think of like personal gifts we kind of do this year because 
don't know, I feel like, uh, like number one, you can shop local or shop smaller. Yeah. So choose other brands. You mentioned yeah. Lone Star Queer again. Um, but picking those types of places, but I'm trying to think of like just creative things we can maybe maybe send to our families um, that just shows that we care, you know? Yeah, I think photos are usually always good. Yeah. Probably just some kind of like special photo for someone. Yeah. Um, if they're interested in a hobby, maybe something that can be made with them together if you guys live together or someone that they can make with their family, something like that. Yeah. Like a bonding activity kind of gift. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to like think about it. So I wasn't like, yeah. So I was trying to get us to brainstorm. You think of more of more ideas we we can do, you know? Yeah. Um just gotta yeah, know know your your gifty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, are you a big shopper though? Do you actually? I like. I'm getting all these like emails and all this stuff, and everybody's talking about Black Friday and all these things that are like coming up. And I'm just like, girl, with what money? Yeah, everybody's still pretending like everything's just yeah okay. Like any of us are still, you know, you know, there's still a large amount of people unemployment and there's, people are getting sick and. Yeah, there's no money. So I that was kind of too where I was coming with, like, how can we send personal gifts and choose places, be mindful of where we where we shop this season as well. You know, gotcha. I just saw a report as well that people that um, the employees at Walmart and McDonald's, they have the highest percentage of people that will work there full time and then also still have to require like assistance they're still on food stamps and oh. other types of things so these big companies that are really taking mm -hmm. money so just be mindful of you know where you go as well and shopping we found that really cool local place that we go and get coffee sometimes oh yeah yeah um, i think a lot of Denver. cities are really good at highlighting their local yeah their local uh yeah. business owner so yeah yeah and i think more than ever right now too choosing somewhere that isn't yeah that isn't totally like doing that and that these companies that again that are getting the profits that they've yeah that yeah. they're getting during Salt this pandemic like, is very high kind of like craft sites as well but i wouldn't i feel like craft is kind of like the dismissive but like stuff like etsy where they like can make yeah. more personalized stuff from smaller business owners yeah for sure yeah there are those yeah i know a couple of friends that have different ones for various things yeah. um so yeah, finding those types of gifts and maybe getting out there and thinking about that and also where you're donating kind of like your money and stuff. Again, I mentioned Youth First, but there are uh, different places. Georgia right now is getting ready for this next wave of an election and stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I think we have a good opportunity right now where we can choose where things go and stuff. Does yeah. that make sense? Do you want to talk about that for a second or no? What? The Georgia <laughs> elections. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I'm very stressed. No, yeah, I'm just like mentioning that story yeah. the other day where people were, were going to protest the vote, which I yeah. think, I don't know, I couldn't tell if it was like a joke or not, but there was yeah. an article saying that uh, Republicans were going to boycott the runoff elections in Georgia because the uh, Republican senators and House members did not support Trump during the presidential vote. Yeah. So they're just going to get the people in Congress voted out, which 
is hilarious if true like yeah i don't know i just think that's such a funny sentiment like that would be best case scenario so it just seems too good to be true <laughs> yeah no i definitely i yeah i am watching it um and yeah 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 you know i am watching it and i am still very stressed about it um yeah january really will be a this. big month we'll find out where the country's going <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a sense, yeah, yeah, and with everything that's just happening right now, like, uh, you know, if anybody's listening right now, uh, we need stimulus. <laughs> yeah, we isn't everybody. We need to. Everybody needs stimulus, and everybody, you know, how are people supposed to stay home if they yeah, don't have our, money? And our, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Unemployment benefits set to end on the twenty sixth of December. Yeah, yeah. So. so yeah, Merry and America. yeah, Mitch so McConnell we'll and his disgusting everybody just like break for take a long uh, holiday break is yeah, it's what they did. So, um, but I've been following just why we're here right now. I've been following AOC, Bernie Sanders, Stacey Abrams. Um, I think that those are good places um, to start and to to get resources and to see. Um, I felt like I feel. And we'll discuss this more uh, in another episode, but I am happy and proud and excited to say that I am a progressive. And I feel like that wasn't something that we could have discussed. People are like, oh, you're so far left. And that was always like this threat. But um, I don't know. I would like to talk about that more another time. Okay. <laughs> yes. But I am a proud progressive. Right. <laughs> and... You know, oh, was it like shameful before? No, I, yeah, I do. I feel like people um, made it out. It depends on who you were talking to or what friend and stuff. And there's still this conservative side of people that were still trying to get this vote for um, so Trump wouldn't win. So they were voting for the other side. And so, um, but there's a lot of people that came over that are like, okay, we've come over here to do this to get Trump out. Um, but we're going to make you do more conservative things was kind of like how it was like pushing and we just needed to get through in on this vote. But I don't know. I'm excited for, again, what AOC is doing, what Bernie yeah. is doing. Um, yeah, again, I feel like those are great places to start. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, and we'll get to all of that as well. Uh, but erasing student debt is a huge stimulus for this economy. Um, and they're, uh, you know, Medicare for everyone uh, where we stop thinking of just the individual I and we've been told that um, I remember being told that as a kid like look at everything we work for this is ours type of thing and yeah. people are so afraid to to lose that like idea um, but I think that there's a shift of understanding that we are a we and you know I personally you know everybody everybody deserves a right to health care and to safety and uh, have paying wages and you know yep so a big mind you know? mindset to be shifted yeah okay well let's you and i go get high and um watch precious <laughs> lol <laughs> okay well, well um, yeah have have a very good day tyler um you know you as well precious i'm hungry Thank you.